Did you put the trash out this morning? You know you look good in them sweats, right? Please don't mix the color clothes with the whites. I'll be back up going for a run. Oh, I love you. Just text me the grocery list. Have you seen my art book? Mommy Day Podcast. This is Mary Creatives, hosted by us, Larry and Sasha Manley. Now, this isn't a how-to podcast. Yeah, because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> it's a little place where we share our everyday conversations about life, original thoughts, and parenthood. In today's episode, we're unpacking past generational ideas with new ways of thinking to be the best parents we can be. Unlearn and relearn. We're here. This is our second episode. Episode two. Um, married creatives, and um, today we're going to be talking about unlearning and uh, relearning past generational ideals. There's just so many different things now that I'm 35 years old that I'm like, you know what? That don't even sound right. Like, let, let's make our own damn rules. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just I don't know, it's just crazy. There's so many different things and we talk about this all the time because we run into these different things every day. Whether it be, you know, things about marriage or whether it be things about parenting. More specifically parenting is what we're gonna be talking about that, how it relates to children. So I don't know, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, I agree as far as for me growing up, not to say anything was wrong with my parents because I believe I have phenomenal Right. parents um uncles aunts entire village but so many things that i've seen um that they done to myself not in bad ways but it's just things that i've learned through my teachings and my education as far as different cultures different um religious backgrounds different things that they do that i'm like okay i like that or i don't like that just add here subtract there and try and get things to work as far as the lifestyle that i choose to live Right, yeah, it's just amazing how, you know, when you're actually living and living um, and going through different things, how you can see things better for yourself. Like now at my age, I reflect back onto my childhood and back onto young adulthood, and it just allows me to really, um, um, what, what do they say? I guess experience is the best teacher, right? Absolutely. So that's just basic what I, basically what I mean as far as that's concerned so I don't know um I think I take it a lot more seriously because now that I'm a parent yeah I think about all the ignorant crap (laughs) yeah that I probably said before I was a parent um Mm -hmm. I forget who it was that somebody had said something one time about you know the best parenting advice is from people that aren't parents just being sarcastic yeah i know right <laughs> so, i know i mean just, know just, i know just, just some of that stuff so um everybody knows we take parenting very seriously and i've become um i guess uh uh what a child advocate you know like I don't know. I just find myself getting getting very worked up or serious about certain things when it comes to children, and um, one being just across the board is that you know children are human beings too. Absolutely. When you have your own and you really see that person looking up to you or that person that has feelings or just wants or needs, it really changes that whole trajectory about 
about how they're supposed to be treated and there's this whole like imaginary separation between between uh adults and children and when you're a child it's this whole thing of staying a child's place do as i say not as i do and i don't know i really just don't feel that way uh, i really don't I'm, feel i'm with you i'm with you granted you know we're still young in parenthood you know we don't have teenagers yet or you know we haven't gone through those phases because you know our children are only a month old <laughs> and three years old but generally speaking i don't i feel like children should have a voice Ch- children should be should be seen and heard not 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 the latter so i, I don't, don't know i think that children as far as where we're at and what i've learned and, and more importantly that i'm a student during all this, this entire process also i'm learning so much right phase by phase you know i believe for our second son i'm gonna be a much better parent for him at one month than i was for our firstborn at mm-hmm. one month just mm-hmm. the experience as well as the piggyback on what you're saying i see him as a mini person he has feelings he's curious he needs to be educated he gets angry he gets mad he gets happy he has joy he laughs he's sad he cry whatever all these different ranges of emotions that i can't and i don't want to bottle him up and be like you can't do this or you do it this way no he 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 has his own mind and i want him to have the lead way to try to do different things i don't want him to be like well my dad said i have to do that no i want him to have the lead way to try this way or maybe that way and be like even question me like daddy why and 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 i'm a firm believer in you should do things for a purpose not just because you know like if you have any misunderstandings and you curious about it educate yourself there's so many different ways of learning that you can do that you should have a reason behind the things you do and not just because you know yeah yeah, i agree it it, my patience level is I think I have pretty good patience. I mean, sometimes I get a little... Uh, yeah, sometimes, uh, huh? <laughs> but as far as, like, just trying to have patience with them, I've been told, you have so much patience. I'm like, I do, you know? and You don't it see just, it, though. Yeah, it just goes back to uh, me thinking about if this, you know, if this was me, how would I want to be treated? So, I don't know. I, I think about those things pretty often, um, had them having a voice, them being able to come to me and say how they feel and things of that nature. Because again, I think about how I would feel in that regard. You know, um, there are so many children that that can't speak up for themselves because they have been put in this category that they shouldn't they shouldn't speak up for themselves. But or, at the same time, with that being said, I think that a lot of those situations they are in. Um, as far as it comes down to the discipline also as far as parents are inflicting pain hmm. as yeah. a form of discipline yeah. to to rectify or change their behavior uh, yeah, which builds started. fear into the parents and i i mean i, I don't want my son to fe- my sons sorry to fear me mm-hmm. but i do demand them to respect me as much as i demand myself to respect them so when he when he's wrong you know I might, I, I'm a discipline him, yes, but I, I don't want to hit him because I don't want to, that. then when he sees the situation, his resolve 
is going to be use violence versus talking it out. Yeah, and that's another it's another generational thing that we're trying that we're trying to take a different approach on. That you know, I'm glad you brought that up. That hitting is the best way to discipline. Like that, that's the only way to discipline. You know how I am. That that it goes deeper than just you know disciplining with the hand. Now I I think it relates back to to um, slavery and generational things over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know us us and us being um, pain being inflicted on us. And then we're just continuing that on through generations. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, I think that happens pretty often. Um, I think that hitting does not allow us enough patience because we could just raise our hand and just hit. Whereas you are forced to have a bit of patience. You are forced to have a bit of understanding when you try to have a different approach. A different approach because granted, you know, there are a lot of children that get spanked and get and get, you know, and get spanked, you know, whatever. But they're not going to try to speak up for themselves if they know they're going they're going to get, get hit. hit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not going to. The communication doesn't get extended further for understanding. It's just like a. It's like putting a um, putting a bandaid over a bullet wound. It's just it's not really, it's not really helping anything. It's not going. It's not going to heal. Yeah, it's not. And again before having children you know another ignorant thing you know i'd see children upset in the store you know i will whoop their yeah, ass whoop they ass you know yeah they need you to don't have to whisper butt- ass you can say it. sorry um <laughs> it's a habit y'all but i do curse though <laughs> they don't believe that yeah nobody believes i curse but anyway i do um but yeah, uh, but now having my ch- having my children, like I'm eating a lot of those words, and you know I what just, was funny about what crazy. you just said. Growing up, I didn't realize I had quote unquote unlearned this stuff for me being a parent until mm-hmm. like now. I'm think like literally right at this moment, I remember it because my parents didn't hit me much. They didn't physically hit me. You right. know what would hurt me would be like them saying you've disappointed me mm. or you know you, you you i'm not proud of this mm-hmm. of you you know like damn shit i, I didn't let them down you know something yeah. like that hurt me more than spanking me or hitting me but looking at my sister they used to they well they put <laughs> hands on her to say the least you learned <laughs> i learned and i saw her getting disciplined for whatever she was doing and I saw it and I was like, Shh, I don't want that. So for me, for me not to even deal with that, I would just be like, okay, well, I could, I, could, I could visually see if I do A, B, and C, D, E, and F will happen to me. Yeah. So I was like, nah. But I would think about it, you know, and I would get better results from just the thought process versus touching the fire. Yeah. You know, I see the fire, I know it's hot. They say don't touch it. Mm-hmm. I didn't touch it, and I'm pretty sure along the way they would, they would, um, you know, speak to you about those different things about how you do listen, and that was probably another another way for you to another incentive and another way for you to continue doing what you're doing by having good communication. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, children, you know, I don't think we give them enough credit. <laughs> 
we don't give them enough credit of understanding um our son is three he is very sharp he understands a lot more than what the outside world will give him credit to um yep. of course we give him the credit because we're our parents and we see him every day but you know we may speak to other people we may be around other parents or other just people in general and they're like no he understands you can talk to him you know he knows he knows what what you know what you're saying or understands you which is another reason why we're kind of like okay yeah let's let's talk about this so and so, and plus they're a living example they're they're going to replicate what we do right right just like when we, he was younger i would talk to him and i would say yes sir no sir and people would say why would you call your son sir mm-hmm. why would you call he's one two years old mm-hmm. why, why he, not then when he was able to fully talk and communicate he would call other people sir mm-hmm. and he would ma'am. call me sir mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still mm-hmm. working on the sir and ma'am but but he would do that because i instilled that into him mm-hmm. so it's not like i say okay you gotta say yes sir no he does it it's a habit now right yeah yeah so besides so you know ditching the whole you know let me just spank you real quick for you to understand we prefer to let's talk about it like i i whenever he's being corrected for something i feel like we owe it to him to explain to him why he's being corrected no running in the house why because you can fall you can hit your head on one of these corners these sharp corners around here and ideally past generations if you ask why oh you're not supposed to ask why what are you talking you, about <laughs> I do as I say, not as I do. You know, yeah, yeah. you you don't ask why. Just do just do what I say. But it also makes us accountable, right? And again, like I know it's been instilled in me, so I know you know he's at the age now where he really is asking questions about why and and you know and and you know why is the sky blue or why is the you know grass green little things like that but more specifically when i may tell him to do things he's starting to ask me why mm-hmm. and then initial slightly initially i'm like what what you what are you talking about mm-hmm. but i have to correct myself and realize that he's asking because he just wants to know he's curious. right he doesn't know right i feel like when you are born no matter no matter uh who you are where you are i think that we are born with we are born whole we are born completely whole we may not know everything we may not know our abcs and our one two threes and the colors of the rainbow and all that other stuff but we are born completely whole and along the way as we are growing pieces of that are is being taken away from us through society, through the way we are raised, through ideals of past generations and everything. That's like but it sounds as if you're referring to your moral compass. Well, or yeah. your consciousness. You yeah, know? you know, we, we we slowly we slowly take away bits and bits of ourselves and then we end up growing growing up and being an adult and we just you know, we end up having all these holes because we we are born with with um with uh i don't know just just our creativity is taken away from us we're supposed to be an adult you know i'm just just a whole slew of you things you know what i thought was weird when i was younger like what? when he was an adult especially i can give you this example with my father 
growing up my dad was my dad like he's dad mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> i know i said the word twice but you get exactly what i'm saying it's dad so i didn't see him like 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 i'll see him laugh a little bit here and there and <laughs> joke a little bit here and there but mostly he was like dad yeah so when i got i think i was maybe about 16 or 17 somewhere when i was older you know when a lot of his dad stuff started wearing off you know <laughs> he just became big larry you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i would see him it was like one time i might have saw him and he was around all his boys and like his guys from he grew up with and the neighborhood and all that other stuff and I'm like hold on like laughing joking <laughs> cracking on each oh, other he, he, he's having he just, fun yeah he's having fun yo and it's a facade that we have you know like we 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 as children looking up we like oh they always serious but we all are still kids man it's just like you were saying as far as when you get older pieces of you get stripped away but if you want to be you be you all the time yeah just because you're 35 don't mean you you need to act a certain way i mean of course as far as professionalism whatever but always if, if your core is the joke and play joke and play have a good time yeah certain yeah. people be like well i'm a father of two I can't joke like I used to. Well, why not? I know. That sounds completely boring. Why not? Yeah. Like, I refused to, uh, especially now. I mean, when you when you first grow up, you think about adulthood. I mean, you've never been adult, so you think about adulthood as this, you know, this different, this whole different thing. But I'm 35, and I don't feel like I'm 35. No. I don't feel like, uh, I mean, how do I put this? I don't say I don't feel like a parent or, or an adult, but, you know, people know you, you you know what i mean like you you just feel you just feel differently when you become a certain age and you expect to be you expect to feel different but i think it's a good thing to be um an adult but still feel childlike still have a sense of wonder still mm, have excitement I still want to be yeah still have that spontaneity like all those different things and i want that for my sons i want that for other adults who lost their way you know through um through different things in their past that told them they needed to act a certain way or be a certain way things like that you were made this way for a reason that's how i feel yeah just a little something awful about what you're saying as far as growing up and all this other stuff i saw this nike ad today Mm -hmm. because today i believe was the chicago marathon shout out to all runners i love i respect it i know the grind i know the (laughs) hustle you got all my respect i would never ask a runner their time or nothing like that my thing is did you finish right yeah yeah Yeah. that's all that matters but i'm going off on a tangent but anyway (laughs) nike released this thing this ad i saw on instagram today and it was um they showed a bunch of women and it was a lady talking she was like 80 years old and she was like I'm running my first marathon today, mm. you know, and something on the aspect that people say, why are you running? Why are you running? Why are you running? And she'll say, if people say like negative stuff, because I'm supposed to be this old, act like I don't hear them, <laughs> but I'm still going to do what I want to do. You know, like right. I, if I, I don't care, the age does not matter. Mm-hmm. I want, I, I have a goal and I'm going to achieve it. Yeah. I regardless. Love, I love that. I'm not putting myself restrictions on myself you know what i mean oh yeah you're just very motivational mm-hmm. that i just that was on a little side note but 
it's no just, it's it, great it's just you whatever you want to do just do it i know i'm learning that now i'm learning that now that you know i mean i've always known if there's a, if something that you want to do just pursue it but in light of a child and reflecting on childhood and i found um you know i'm i'm doing my it's, it's purging season for me that's never it, what do you mean season always i'm always purging. purging i just love yeah. it i know some people are like dang you still purging well how much stuff you got i thought you you know but i think um that's a whole nother uh that's your therapy yeah that's a whole nother whole nother topic we'll discuss later but um because you accumulate stuff all the time so you're always kind of purging stop making excuses anyway um i came across uh this was a while ago. I think this all, I think I was still pregnant, and I came across a um, um, one of my old yearbooks. I think it was from middle school. Was it high school? I don't even know. But anyway, you know how you get those uh, those packages. You know, when you're in high school. I don't know if your school did this. When you get your senior pictures, and hold, you on, can, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that a shot? <laughs> no. Okay. All right, you all right. just got a complex. I do. <laughs> I don't like people talking about school. You man. just got a complex. No. Did, that didn't even sound like a shot, y'all, did it? Go ahead. Anyway. Go ahead. Anyway. They don't know you like I know you. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you get this package. You get you get your senior portraits. You get a yearbook. And then you get, like, a mug and your your tassel and all this other stuff. Yeah, I know what you're that? talking about. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. had to pay for it, right? Right, yeah. No, nah, I ain't get it, but I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, but in, this, in, in the package, you also get, like, this little album. And in the album... It has like current events in it, and then it has. Um, you can write in it. You can write. I know in exactly what you're talking about. It's like a senior book. Right. Yeah. I know exactly you what write, you're talking about. You know your best friends, and you write what do you want to be when you grow up. And looking through that, what I wanted to be when I grew up, it is basically every single thing in there that I am still trying to continue to pursue or have pursued now. Give me an example like it says in there things like okay so what do you where do you see yourself in 10 years where do you see yourself in 15 years something like that and i have photography in there which is what i'm i still have a love for today and that i still want to take to the next level today it also has in there that i want to be an artist and i want to sell sell items in a gallery yeah. for millions of dollars or something corny yeah. or cheesy that I wrote. There's that in there. Yeah. And then I had something else in there about as far as like being a fashion designer and then acting. Those four things are in there. And granted, of course, I haven't looked at this book in years. I yeah. mean, it was tucked away in the garage. But it is amazing how when you really pull back the layers on things that you really want to pursue full circle right and a part of my frustration with looking at that it was kind of upsetting but on the other hand it was it was it was exciting to see it was upsetting because the child in me felt disappointed with who i am now right so it's like the 35 year old or shall i say the 17 18 year old is looking at the 35 year old like right like okay like what 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 are you 17 years what did you do right what are you doing and granted i have done things in in that realm but looking at that really like was like all right okay let's get it together let's do what we got to do because life happens right you end up 
being on your own and having to pay bills and you go through and you do different things in corporate America and stuff, which I feel like granted is necessary. It is necessary for us to go through things that we don't want to do mm-hmm. to figure out to what figure we, out what we do. do want to do. Yeah. But I say all this to say how important it is to continue to live out those dreams and things you want to do as a child. Um, you know, I was advised um, that things that I wanted to pursue at that age, you can't make any money doing that. You want to do photography and you want to draw. You can't you can't pursue anything anything with that. That's another thing that we need to unlearn mm-hmm. for our children is that if there is something that they want to do, do it. They can do it. If our son comes to us and tells us that he wants to be a professional basket weaver, you know what? Do it. As our job as his parent, we're going to try to help him be the best basket weaver possible. How can you make money doing this? No, no, no. You you will say I'm not going to say how can you make money. Just do it. Well, yeah. The money will okay. come. Yeah. Well, yeah, Just you're right. You're right. You're right. Don't look at it. I think I think subconsciously I say, I say that because it's like I think about survival. I think about you it'll know, come. Wait, yeah. It'll come. If you're doing it and you doing it, it'll come. Right. The money, just like you say with photography. You might not foresee it mm-hmm. at the time. Well, I'm just taking pictures with this disposable camera. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kodak. Then you fast forward it and it's, you could be a wedding photographer. You could be um, an event photographer. You could do um, newborn photography, family yeah. pictures, anything. like, yeah. on, and, and that's now. Yeah. You can make it. They making cake. Yeah. Like, um, I think, uh, of course, we have the internet on our side with, with our generation, what the millennial generation. Yeah. Of course, we have things like that on our side that our uh, previous generations did not have. Um, I do think that our generation is, we're educating ourselves more. We're taking um, things we want to pursue more more seriously and we're knocking it out. So, and, you know, we're it's not definitely... It's a gift and a curse. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on the fence with that. It's on a gift. It's what a, you mean? The internet is giving it. The gift and the curse. Oh, the internet is. Yeah, yeah, it's making us lazy. Like as far as like for me, I, we, me and you have had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. As far as if you were still single, would you be doing or how would you be? And, and I, I'm not a. I'm more of a face to face type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like I like to com- I like to converse. I like to interact. I like to see you. Those type of things. But mm-hmm. everything now is more so hopping into dm or <laughs> i'm on tinder or this that and the third those oh, are the way yeah. people communicate and mm-hmm. those are the pay you you and you know, essentially dating yeah and that's not for me as far I as not imagine that no no, no 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 i'm no. an old lady now right <laughs> think about now think about when you were in college or high school and you had a research report you had to physically go to the library mm-hmm. go through the card catalog yep write down all these books look through these books now you can Google search and have a paper done in 15, 20 minutes. It's crazy. If you know how to search. It's crazy. Copy, paste, put it on a Word document, done. It's crazy. It's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, ever, you ever had a conversation with a, like a teenager? It is difficult. Yeah. But yeah. You, but I'm, if I'm I, afraid of that. But if I text them, I had a, a long conversation, a yeah. long drawn out conversation. There was a um I really like Gary V. If you guys know who Gary V is. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. Like he's he's like, get your shit together, you know? Just get your <laughs> shit together, you know what I mean? And just, you know, forget everything else. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Get your shit together. Yeah. And um 
he posts a lot of you know people asking him questions he posts a lot of videos like that in like in real time to kind of like give his followers and everybody else some motivation and saying hey everybody everybody's out here trying to do their thing right but um he had an interview well not an interview i think he was somewhere and a young uh boy i think he was like 11 or 12 years old came up to him and was like um i want to be a youtube star i want to be a youtube star i want to do this and that and then Gary Vee just started telling him ways to, you know, to to get going on his YouTube channel and all this other stuff. But one thing that bothered me about the whole thing was that a young boy who was probably 11, right, was like, yeah, I want to do it because it's easy. She ain't easy. And, and that, like, that's why you want to do it? You know that what I mean? That like, reasoning. Like, and I don't even think Gary V even even caught that because mm. he's just so wired, right? Mm. But um, I was like, that's why you want to do it? And I remember the little boy saying that and everybody was like, oh, that's so good and clapping. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Look deeper. You shouldn't do what's easy. You should do what you enjoy. It just goes by. It just goes back. I say this because it just goes back to what you were saying about how the internet makes you lazy absolutely you know absolutely um so again it's just a gift and a curse that's all Word. Um, i'm with you so i don't know it's just talking about that and then like another thing that we were kind of talking about is that bullying about how um i don't i think bullying kind of starts at home that's just me personally i think that not all the time but you know we live in a world now where there's a lot of crap going on with children being bullied and children committing suicide and things of that nature. You know one thing? I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know yeah. something you do that's really well? What? Is when um, our son is having an issue or he's mad and this, that, and third. And instead of, in, in, in his eyes, towering over him, standing over top of him, you get down, you get to his level. Yeah, I haven't really been able to do that lately. (laughs) You get to his level and you talk to him eye to eye. Yeah. So it it, it puts you on his, I I said the word again, but it puts you on his level. So he's more, it's it's an easier conversation versus this person is more or less bullying me. Yeah. Or standing over top, I mean. Standing over top of me. Yeah, standing over top of me. Like who, who wants to have a conversation with somebody standing over them, pointing their finger or whatever the case may be. So yeah, just getting eye level, talking to him. Um, sometimes I think past generations, we bully um, our children in the home without even realizing it. You know, we may say little things here and there that um, may aggravate them. I'm trying to think of an example of this. Um, I don't know, I don't know, it's not coming to me right away. You know what? What? I'm sorry, I'm pro-bullying. You are pro bullying. Okay, please tell the good people here today. No, it's not a bad. I mean, <laughs> I'm making it more than what it is. <laughs> yes, you are. See, like I said, they don't know you like I know you. But pro bullying in the aspect that growing up. Oh, here we go. Stop it. Growing up, um, shout out to my main man, B Easy eighty three O Instagram. <laughs> Great guy. Swaino. Swaino. That's another story. He growing up with him um, and his not his uncle, you know, he was very like I was bullied over there in so many words, but I didn't feel it at the time. But like joking on each other, you know, making cracking, 
as they say, the Joneses, wherever you're from, different words, roasting. All my life, when I was over there, were like seven, eight years old, we were joking on me, you know? Mm-hmm. Or we joking on each other. It's not just getting picked on. We picking on each other back and forth. And because we're so close, it isn't like things are off limits. Like <laughs> everything is available. It's no out of bounds. We just going hard at each other. But further, fast forward the story, now I have a thick skin. So there's nothing you can say to me that's going to bother me. That's what I think the problem is. Like that form of bullying. I wonder if it's a uh, if it's a male female thing. I, guess, I don't know. Because, Boy girl thing. Because it's a lot of punk ass kids now. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, that's how I feel. Like, oh, you said something about me. I'm mad. Like, fuck, no. I've been getting talked about all my life. But isn't that's, I'm not saying that's a good thing. But now that if someone that I rock with that knows my insecurities and everything like that, and they could come at my neck and I feel okay about it, you can't t- you can't say shit to me that's gonna bother me. Right? Yeah. It, it it's a whole different world. Like I know I feel a little bit differently about it, but I see what you're saying because even now today, you and your friends, the way y'all talk to each other, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I couldn't talk to old. Susie, Susie, my friend Susie, like that because uh, women—that's a whole other topic. But we, but, but we, we, we are a hundred percent straight up with each other. Yeah, on the spot. Like it's not on like on the spot. Things like, do not linger. Like uh, maybe I should say something to him. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't. No, we, we, you gonna come? Like, if, you know, man, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, women aren't like blah that. blah blah. Whatever. Just as much as if I do something, they say, "Yo, L, what are you doing, bro? You need to get that shit together." blah 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 whatever so we don't we don't sugarcoat but that comes from years of quote-unquote being bullying is that has allowed us to have thick skin so nothing can really bother us it has increased our armor for the world because the world is mean the the world isn't going to take care of your feelings they're going to chew you and spit you out yeah they sure are i mean so what do you think we should do in the home. Oh, I'm joking on. Oh, cool. Wait till you get, yeah, like six, seven. Oh, I'm the jokes to, are flying. I'm going to have to monitor this, y'all. The jokes are flying. I'm going to have to monitor this. Fine. I don't, I'm want, just, you, I don't want you bullying them, you know. Bullying starts in the home. That's you know? right. And I'm going to do it. And then when they get out there, because they gonna people going to be mean to them, everybody's going to hold their hands and, and say how nice they are and all that. No, it, that's not life. They gonna get. They gonna people gonna come at them. I agree, but goodness, I I don't want them to feel. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I just don't want them to feel, to feel bad at home. Maybe this is me. What is a that's soft mom? Na- that's yeah, you're just being soft. Punk ass kids. They not gonna be <laughs> punk ass kids, yo. Not here. Yeah, I think it's a bit different for boys and girls, um, in a way, because. I grew up with two two younger sisters, and my sister was the meanest person. I, I'm talking about my sisters. Like there, there's, there's, just, just generally speaking, when it comes to, when it comes to girls and boys, I think there's a little bit of a difference there. There's a little bit of more sensitivity, um, you know how we feel about ourselves and things like that. I mean, you don't think so. Uh, no, I don't. You don't need to see his face. No, I don't. Okay, I see we don't agree to disagree. I see your point because y'all have. Uh, I'm not trying to be condescending or nothing like that, but I know y'all have insecurities 
and emotions and all that other stuff to a, a as a as a female as a woman yeah but girl. i'm not trying to be disrespectful because right. i'm not trying to be the sexist guy i'm not saying that <laughs> larry's a chauvinist no not at all no, i'm just not i'm just saying that i can i see you what you're saying mm-hmm. you know and especially when it comes to women and females like like i can see a girl today and i'll be like or two weeks ago i say hey um hey Susie, <laughs> what's up with you and samantha oh that is my girl you know that's my best friend oh, blah blah gosh. blah we this we that we that we that we that we that whatever so then yesterday samantha posted something about Susie, or some or she ain't post something for her birthday or some <laughs> shit so i say hey Susie, what's up with samantha Oh fuck that bitch! Oh yeah, friendship would go right down the drain over that over over a post. That's a whole other whole other episode. I'm just saying, that's just women. Dudes ain't gonna be like that. Yeah, they're not. I don't, I don't care. They're not. Yeah, I don't care. I got other thing. stuff on my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, okay, I'll have to give that one some thought, y'all. Thank you. You have to give that one some thought. Um, another thing that I just thought about too, generationally. Y'all, we gotta stop. Go give little auntie auntie a hug. Go give uncle a kiss. You know, I can. <laughs> Larry's laughing because I cannot stand this shit. I cannot stand that. And I know this has happened with Atlas or whatever with our family and friends. I haven't really been very vocal with it um, because it's, I I I find a little bit of conflict with it because I know it. People say and do that. They come from a good place. They, you know, there's nothing like having family and friends that love your children the way that you love them. So I know it comes from a good place, but in the same token, especially now with our son who is three, you know, we want to start teaching him consent and he has control over his body and things of that nature. So I don't want him to feel like he has to hug anybody. He's obligated. Yeah. Even me. Even me. I hurt my feelings. I mean, oh, what happened? (laughs) When When I was like. I was like, yo, man, I'm about to go to work. He's like, all right, daddy. I said, I said, give me a kiss. He was like, no. I was like, man. Eat it. Eat it and be like, okay. Hi, <laughs> right, bro. Yeah. I'm yeah. gone, babe. He's done it to me, too. I and, cried in the car. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's done it to me, too. And I have to say, if he doesn't want a hug, he doesn't He doesn't want a hug. You know? And, and that's and that's fine. Um, So, you know, especially, too, because we don't know everybody i mean uncle uncle joe can be a chester pedophile you know pervert i hate to even think like that but it's the truth so we have to protect our children and let them know that it's okay this is just at least what we're doing again Absolutely. everything that we're saying we are not experts we are very young parents because we don't know what we do we don't know what we do <laughs> <laughs> good one but we're just we're just voicing, you know, where we are in that, where where we are now Today. in our parenthood journey. Because tomorrow it could change. Exactly. You know, so that's another thing that I just cannot stand that I feel like we need to generationally, we need to kind of take a step back on or whatever. Because granted, you know, you don't walk up to one of your family members and be like, you're going to go give Uncle Joe um, a hug? No. You know, Larry, you're going to go give Joe, Uncle Joe a hug? You're 34 <laughs> years old. Go ahead. No, we yeah, good. we don't we don't do that. We good, so man. it got to come from it got to be a genuine act. Yeah, it got to so. be a, like, and it's it's not gonna be a hug. It's gonna be a strong dap with the, the offhand. <laughs> go get you to have hug. That's it. Yeah, even if that. So I don't know. That's that's another little pet peeve 
that um that we're going to continue to work on and i don't know but I mean, I, I, you know what's weird is that we when when someone doesn't get a hook and it's like we got to defend it or we're very apologetic and then we got to put our son in a place that he don't want to be and say why don't you just go ahead and aunt, i mean hug like janice or whatever whatever just to make Aunt Janice feel good, but we're not taking his feelings exactly. into consideration. Mm, mm. He's his own person. Mm, yes, yes, and he might not like Aunt Janice because she smells like mothballs or something. <laughs> there was one time though. Um, I don't know where we were at. I think it was some event, some with some friends or something, and somebody asked him for a hug, and he he looked at me. He didn't say anything. He looked at me, and I said, "You don't have to hug if you don't want to." And that was the end of it. But I remember feeling feeling a weirdness in the air. Yeah, because automatically you're supposed to tell your child, "Go ahead, hug." Hug this hug this person you see twice a year. Yeah, hug this person. That's a whole nother mm, tone of the topic. But um, (laughs) hey, with the Holy Ghost or something, what you doing? You just I'm just serious about. (laughs) I'm just serious about this parenting thing. But um, but yeah, like let's just kind of just move on from that and um see how it goes and then you 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 know you think about your children that that is the greatest gift you can give them is letting them know that they can be who they want to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is the that is the greatest thing ever so you know what now that you say that i got something to say you know what bothers the fuck out of me oh god excuse me i'm sorry you know what really gets on my you know what really <laughs> grinds my gears <laughs> what? When, when they when, when when they uh when they see him and they be like wow he's tall he's gonna be a basketball player isn't he oh he's my gonna you're gonna get him on that football field what, what? oh gosh oh, no, yeah. no 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 yeah. i'm not that's especially not, especially black folks black that's folks, all we, they see we love we love to make a little baby a professional football player or basketball player before they can even walk he got some big hands you hear he, me? he gonna be hooping yeah my dad famous for that oh my god he wasn't even two hours old and my dad said Oh, he gonna be six five point guard. Like, hold on, he might not even want to play basketball. Yeah, what if he wants to be a, a doctor or a basket weaver? Or what? no, no. Uh, first of all, he ain't being a basket weaver. You gonna stop saying that? You, I'm just chill, chill, chill. Hey, you know, creative. He's a creative. You know, he might want to uh, be creative. But um, but I see what you mean. Yeah, like let's let's just let let's see what else they got going on for him. You let's, know? let's let's see what. What if he don't want? What if he just don't want to play sports? I mean, <laughs> granted, uh, people did that to me a lot because yeah, I'm I'm what tall. What they say? What they say? What is it? Oh, you so tall! You so tall! What they say? You tall you and you got big and you got big, big feet. <laughs> but this gave me such a complex. This goes back to the bullying thing. There we go. Yeah, it's coming back full circle now. This goes back to the bullying thing. I thought there was something wrong with me because I was so tall. Because I would get I would get told I was tall by every damn body. You so tall, you got big feet. Yeah, you tall, you got big feet. Yeah, you I'm like, okay, what's the, oh yeah, your your hair's so thick. Yeah. I'm like, what I'm like, what's what's the problem here? Is there an issue with all this? What's the mm. what's the issue? Mm. You know, and um Is that why you wore Velcro sneakers? <laughs> catch that on our one of our episodes <laughs> on about the velcro sneakers that's a little backstory to that oh my bad but anyway <laughs> um 
yeah like i thought there was something wrong with me in that regard by having having big feet and, and that builds having, insecurity yeah and but here i am now yeah i got big feet i wear a size 12 shoe but when i before i was pregnant not in men though no she don't not, have, no they ain't they ain't that big see see my husband even i said not that big me. that's a defensive i'm uh, defending you okay your honor okay whatever but um but yeah, like I can stand in that now. Yes, I'm tall. Yes, I have big a big feet. Stand in that. <laughs> anyway, he is tripping. He is tripping on me right now. But yeah, I can stand in that, and I really don't care. I don't. See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, if you was hanging with me back when you were younger, you would have really you would have got fried care. all the time. By the time you saw these people, I mean, I still got fried. What you mean? I mean, you you your armor would have been much stronger, and he, and it wouldn't affect you anymore. At a younger age. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. I mean, what are some stuff that you got joked on? What? When you were okay. When you were younger. Super skinny. Okay. Big ass ears. <laughs> okay, you're laughing kind of hard. I only named two <laughs> things. I had a lot longer of a list, but um, that's it. We're stopping oh, no, that no, too. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My teeth was crooked. Okay. My feet were long. Mm-hmm. I had long arms. I walk awkwardly. <laughs> fuck is so funny you're an adult now go ahead never mind that's it that's the end of the list we're not going any further so did you build a complex about any of those things no. first of all what can i do to 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 cut like for my feet i was gonna wear like cut my feet off of course not that's but what I i'm mean, saying it ain't it ain't no it ain't no it ain't like you saying like oh you got thick hair so you can, I can okay i can cut my hair off and get a baldy or whatever it, it, it ain't no way around it my feet my ears are sticking out the side of my head there's no way around it i mean of course there's no way around it but i mean it, what, did it bother you at all or no anything? because it it, it it helped me and to get strong i didn't it didn't bother me you know of course in the beginning it was an insecurity thing like oh man how can i change this or how can i hide this or whatever whatever what can i do differently so i could be quote-unquote accepted mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. it got to a point where like shit everybody's fucked up yeah everybody got i mean eventually i learned has, that lesson too everybody right? has something wrong with them not so, wrong not wrong everyone is different i just have to figure out you're different and joke back right so and then once me and res- back to the person swaino <laughs> we would joke back and forth and that's it's like my closest friend yeah yeah you know so it's just the same thing i still think it's different for the girls though of course of course and i agree with that it is it is we we, we deal with a lot of uh but this is di- now, now, but but now this is a whole different pod we're j- about to jump into. But now you're talking about double standards, and yeah, you got but it's the you, truth. I'm I'm just saying you got right. one point of this whole women's movement as far as we're equal to men. We 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 want this. I mean, what you should you should get the same pay. I'm not gonna argue that. Mm-hmm. But we're equal to men. Treat us the same way. We're no different. Mm-hmm. We're the same. We just happen to have breast in the vagina and you have a penis outside of that we're the same treat us exactly the same then on the flip side is i'm a lady hold the door for me treat me well be a gentleman which one is it you can't have it both ways i'm independent you can't have it both ways i'm independent and i want you to pay all my bills what um i don't think any of my women I'm not way. I'm just you get where I'm coming from like you want to you treat me like a lady you ain't gonna I mean you ain't gonna say 
well, I want you to be my husband and treat me like your boys. Cause that means you treat me equally. No, you can be like, treat me like you're a lady. Right. Right. I see what you mean. Treat me differently. That's all I'm saying. I ain't going to talk too much about this because this is like a whole different, different episode that we'll, that we'll do. Let me write, let me write this down. Yeah, I got to get my notes straight. Yeah. I got to get my notes straight on this, but I see what you're saying. This is a good, good little uh, topic there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? I'm trying to think. Cause I got something else I want to dive into. Go ahead. I mean, the next thing that I thought about when it comes to generational ideas is that everybody learns different. Word. How are you? I was a visual. I am a visual learner. I'm not. Explain visual. I literally have to see. You can tell me one plus one is two, but I, li- I literally need to see that one plus one is two. That annoys me with you too. I have to see. And it. you do, and it's like you like it's the same example. You say they say there's me and you together. They say yeah, one plus one, yeah, that's two. No, you say one plus one is two. I say yeah, that's two. Let's let's keep it moving. You be like, hold on, <laughs> I need y'all to slow it down. <laughs> show me the one. Show me the other one, and show me how that makes two. Yeah, like li- like. I have to see it. I have to. And I think I think I would have been a better student had I been afforded the opportunity to learn in the best way that I know to learn. Word. Right. And of course, when you're a child, you know, you have to figure out the best way for that child to learn. But I struggled in school in certain areas. I think I know because of the way I learned you know you get all these students you pile them up in in the classroom and then you then the teacher teaches one way and the teacher doesn't give a damn because they're getting paid 12 grand a year (laughs) exactly you know and I think about that I'm like wow if I was afforded the opportunity to really learn the way I knew I needed to learn you know I not not I didn't know at the time of course I know now yeah but um but yeah, I think I would have been a much better student. I would have I would have understood things a lot more. I would have been a lot more helpful um, to my sisters when it came to certain learnings and things like that. So that's something that I that you know we are definitely thinking about now with our children. To you know, one one son may may be a visual learner like me, and the other may be like, how, how are you? I'm a doer. Yeah. Like experimental in a way like i gotta physically get my hands into it okay that helps yeah. me a lot like I'm, I'm like that partly too like when growing up and i was learning addition and stuff like that i remember my mom would put like dry macaroni mm-hmm. on the table and it'll be like um say if the question was like seven plus seven equals what I'm like i don't know so she'll take seven put it in a pal another seven in a pal and plus We'll put those pals together. Count how many you have. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I got 14. Okay. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. seven plus the another individual seven equals 14. Oh, okay. So that's how I was with math. So now I can can do it mentally. Of course, I'm not using macaroni. Right. But I'm just saying that's how the the foundation of it was. I have to put, I got to put like with science and stuff. I got to get my hands dirty Mm -hmm. to see it. And I have to fail to see the success. Right. Like you can say um, this plus this equals that. Mm, it, it, it really seven plus seven equals fourteen. 
really? Well, let's see if seven plus eight equals fourteen. Right. Seven plus six equals fourteen. Oh, okay, okay. Now I see the macaroni. Now I got the fourteen. I got the seven and the seven. Yeah, you gotta just you gotta see it, do it, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like that too. I'm like that too. Just the whole, the whole just, just uh, how do I put it? What what's what's the other ways of learning? Um, Some people can orally. I mean, um, what's the word? Not orally, but orally is with the mouth. Just hearing it. Yeah. Some people can hear it and process it mm-hmm. like that. I'm not that nope. guy. I'm not either. I'm not that. It's like you said, you can visually, you can see it being done, and you got it. Yeah. I gotta physically do it. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta get my hands dirty to understand that. Like perfect example, Larry. It's a true story, Larry. Don't put your hand on that stove. You will burn your hand. Oh, goodness. Larry, don't put your hand on that stove. You will burn it. Yeah, okay, whatever. So, I'm playing, um, what's, what's the name? Illa Recon on uh, IG? Something like that. Yeah. Well, my cousin, Ski. <laughs> we, shout out to Ski. We were playing football <laughs> in the living room. And, oh gosh! And have I heard this story before? I think so. It's a wood burning stove in my parents' house. Literally <laughs> burns wood <laughs> and blows hot air in the wintertime, right? And it gets scorching hot in the house. Like it's, I think I remember it's I remember, ten yeah. degrees outside, and you're wearing hooping shorts, and you're still hot. Like it's super <laughs> hot in the house. So we're playing, we're playing, we're playing. So he throws a pass, goes a little too far. I missed the pass. I need to brace myself. Put my hand on the stove. Mm. Mm, cooking. Literally. I was like, ah, ah. Look at my mom. No, 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 no. Looked at my dad because my mom went. My my dad is just cold with it. Looked at my dad. I said, Ah, it's burning. He said. He looked at me. He said, Yep. I told you not to play in that stove, didn't he? <laughs> not. Oh my God. Let me get something to help him. Blah blah blah. No 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 no. no. If you would have listened to me. When I told you it would yeah. burn you, you wouldn't know had this this issue. Mm-hmm. But you had to learn the hard way, and I bet you won't do it again. Yeah. Now go see your mom in the kitchen. Get cleaned up. <laughs> That's it. Needless to say, I never played in this stove again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I think I was like 13, 12 or 13. The stove will get hot. The stove will get hot. Not to me. Until... I put my hand on that so you thing. You put your hand on it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that that's I mean, yeah. Just just relearning that everybody learns different, and and just trying to understand that um, understand that for your children, I think it's best. I mean, anything else you want to add to that? No, not on that one. Um. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So how do you think? Just kind of closing this thing out a little bit. Like, how do you think we can? we can teach past generations our new ways of thinking and and to kind of help them move along because granted it's hard because you know you got you got parents grandparents whoever trying to listen to millennials it's like we don't know what we're talking about you know what i mean because they it's the whole whole thing of they've been down this road that we're going i think that you can talk to them about their past like what was something that your mom and dad did that you didn't like that you didn't do for me right like that 
what is something nanny did to you that you thought was kind of off that you didn't do to me mm-hmm. and I know it's something because I know he he's an individual so I know he wouldn't do not just because it's my grandmother but I don't think he would do something exactly mm-hmm. like anyone else just like my mom's a like, mom same question what is something that granny and papa did that you didn't like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and she'd give me an answer and we'll go from there yeah like granted I know that once we get older once we become you know grandparents and we move out of this millennial age I know there are going to be some first things. First of all, first of all, that's our generation. We'll always be. I mean, I know, but I mean, like now, like I got you. once, once, once our, once we become, I don't the know. The old generation. Yeah, exactly. I got that's you. what I mean. My bad. Um, I know our son's going to be looking at us like, what? I know there's going to be some things that they're going to be like, what? Dad, you ain't had no burner <laughs> account. <laughs> I got six of them. You know, like, I know that there's going to be some things that you know with it that they're, they're going to be like that's the old way of thinking i word, get it word. i get it and i and we definitely consider that even talking about this stuff now um but again i think you're right i think it's good to kind of just talk about these things with with um our past generations and kind of have that relatability even yeah. though there's a gap in in what we do versus what they have done but bringing it all together and 30 like, years yeah like 30 years bring, that's a long time yeah bringing it together and being like you know hey there are what are some things that that grandpa or grandma did i mean i think that's the best way to kind of kind of bring that together because there have been times i have been so completely frustrated like what can you can you believe it not even with with just our parents but just just other generations that we just come in contact with doing different things but i don't know i think that's the best way to do it I agree. And the main thing is just like we talk about with our sons, how we try to have open dialogue, open communication. That's the way it should be. Oh, it is. I mean, it is with my parents. Right. You know, and I want to be like when I'm 50, 60, 70, God willing, 80 years old. Mm -hmm. I want to have that open communication, Mm -hmm. you know, daddy or grandpa. How was that? Not. Hey, you a kid, get out of my face. No, we can talk, you know? Yeah. And that's how, as much as me at 30, 34 years old, I'm still learning. I want to still be learning when I'm a grandparent, great grandparent. I always want to be learning. One thing is philosophy I have is even if I don't agree with you a hundred percent, I know I don't agree with you at all. I'm still going to listen to you because I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm still working on that. <laughs> I'm always willing to listen. Hear you out. Yeah, Larry, the the, the sky is bright black. Hold on, how the, how the hell is the sky bright black? Because they give that reason. Hold on, that makes sense. The sky is bright black. I'm sorry. You know, I've been thinking of this the whole wrong. I mean, I'm just saying that, that sounds stupid, but right. I give you a chance I to get defend what you me. Mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. You know, just we owe it to ourselves to be the best, the best that we can be. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll have more discussions. We'll be breaking more of these topics down. But uh, I think that's I think that's all I got for right now. I think we're good. Okay. Until next time. See you.
Thanks for joining us on today's conversation. Got questions or comments? Send us a DM on our official IG account, Married Creatives. See you next time. Did you like the soundtrack on our show? Please check out Tay Pringle, our official music sponsor, on Instagram at TAYP561.